Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The Mind Aware Show 25. Hey there, brain trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where we unveil the newest information on mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware, and now you feel like stepping up. Hello everyone, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show and welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. You know, we have a really interesting turn today that I want to talk with you about because, you know, we talk about mindset, we talk about the power of thinking positive and sometimes life just throws you a curveball and sometimes you're going through traumatic events, you're going through tough events and what do you do? How do you keep yourself feeling positive, feeling hopeful even you know maybe you're not going to be ecstatic but how do you get yourself feeling positive when it feels like every turn at every turn life is just bringing you down well I have a really interesting guest she's somebody that we've heard from her on so many topics before in past series that I've done Julie Ann Jones is here she's a speaker and an accredited coach and trainer. She's known as the queen of systems, Miss Organization. Man, if you need a system for your business, she is the gal. She really knows how to break things down so it's easy to understand. And so, of course, you would think we're going to be on the show today talking about something like how to organize your office or how to create a system for your business. Well, actually, Julie has gone through a really traumatic event with her partner, He's had a very serious illness. I'm not going to talk about it because I'm going to let her tell the story. But for the last two years, she has really talked about having to train your brain. She has really had to take all her reserves about positive thinking, everything she knows about training your brain, all that good stuff, and really put it to the test and being able to cope through this time. And maybe some of you can identify with that. And so I really hope that she's able to give you a serious lifeline for how to deal with things when you're in a stressful, traumatic time. So welcome to the show, Julie, and good to have you here, my friend. Very glad to be here and glad to be talking about this topic. I hope that uh, we can... We can change some lives and help some other people out there. I'd really love that. I hope so, too, because I know, I mean, it's kind of funny. But I just thought of this right now, and that is it's kind of crazy because you're known as the queen of systems and as an organization, as in breaking things down. And really, when it comes to dealing with trauma like this, you're really kind of in the same situation. And so, first of all, why don't you just give us a little background on what's been going on with you the last two years? Just a really, it, this is a Reader's Digest version. Um I am married to my soulmate, love of my life. Took me three tries, but, uh, you know, he's perfect for me. We always say he's not perfect, but he's perfect for me and vice versa. And um, just had the relationship of my dreams, really, and attracted it, honestly, through law of attraction and all those tools. And um, we've been together six years, married four years, and two years ago, found a lump in his groin and uh, turned out to be melanoma. And a lot of people think, you know, skin cancer, you can't die from that. Well, once it gets inside you and it becomes metastatic melanoma, it's the most aggressive, um, challenging cancer there is to treat. 
which I had no idea. I've learned a lot that more than I ever wanted to know about a lot of things in the last mm-hmm. few years. But so, you know, basically it was stage three to begin with. And then they, the cancer recurred more aggressively in May of 14 and, and he was re-diagnosed to stage four. And the five year survivability for stage four melanoma is 10%. Wow. So we, you know, and we asked the question, how long does he have if he does nothing? And his doctor said 12 months. And that was a year ago, May. So we've already beaten that odd, but, um, you know, it's those odds. That's a tough thing to hear when someone you love is, you know, in that situation. And we have grown, almost grown children. And, you know, so there's a lot of components around how we've dealt with this, this diagnosis. And we've done trials and, and, you know, what's happened to him physically in the last two years. And it's been challenging. He's been in and out of the hospital. He's had three surgeries. He's been sick more than he's been healthy. And that's a life change for both of us because he's one of those people who is never sick like a day in his life, you know. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that, that's the Reader's Digest version. And we're now at really, it's, we're pretty, I would say we're in stage at this point. You know, we're talking with our physician about, about hospice and palliative care and all that stuff, again, that I really never wanted to learn about. But, you know, that's why when I saw your podcast announcement last week, I thought I would really love to talk about how what I've learned from you and you know some of the other teachers that I've studied with about mindset and how you move through the world has helped me because I, I want to help other people if I can. Well, I'd love to talk about this too because what we're talking about here, especially when we're dealing with somebody, first of all, you've got so many different elements. You've got it's not you that's necessarily going through this directly. It's somebody you love. And so it feels in some ways probably so completely out of your control in so many ways. And it's so prolonged. You've been really having to deal with these emotions for a couple of years now. And so it's so sustained and prolonged. And you have the desire to try to be hopeful and feel positive through this. And so I can imagine that you've just had so many tools. And I know we talked about it. And I said, Julianne, what do you want to talk about? And you said, I've got three points. And I almost kind of chuckled to myself. You said it, of course, (laughs) knowing that you're the organization systems queen. And I thought, of course you do. Of course you've got three points. But I love it because let's get into those. Let's talk about the three things that you would like to share with the audience about how to deal with something like this. Well, that is pretty funny because I was laying in bed at five o'clock this morning thinking, okay, I know I have this interview today. What have, you know, I was analyzing myself and what I've done. And, and I will say up front before I share this, that as an organizational specialist, the systems queen, the hardest part for me has been the not knowing. Like we literally can't make plans for more than a two days or three days in advance. And a lot of the plans we've had in the last two years have had to change. And that's been a big challenge for me because I tend to be very organized and a planner. But What I realized as I was thinking this morning is, you know, there really are three things that I have consistently relied on to get us through this. And I will tell you that my partner is amazing. I mean, even now in the last two days, he's like, hey, I've had a great life. He's only 51, you know, but I, I don't have any regrets. I'm happy. And he has a great positive attitude, which has certainly helped. But for me, the first thing always and always is gratitude. I focus on gratitude. I look for the things in my life for which I have, you know, can be grateful. And it's a myriad of things. You know, I have, I have huge support systems. I have systems. I have great friends like you. I have family that support me. I'm blessed to have a business that I can do from anywhere because we've been at hospital. I mean, I did a conference call for 500 people from a University of Washington Medical Center waiting room last year. I mean, it's just so I constantly, when, especially when I start to feel down, I stop and remember what I'm grateful for. And gratitude, I think, is the greatest thing for moving you up the emotional scale 
it's, it works better than anything else for me, Beautiful. I would say. I love that. I love that. And it's so simple because everybody can do that right now. Like yeah. right now, as soon as you're done listening to this interview, you can think of one thing you feel grateful for, and it shifts you emotionally. That's beautiful. It gives, I love that, Julianne. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, give me point so, number two. So point number two, huge for me, has been consistent self-care. When you're in the middle of a crisis, particularly if you're a caregiver like I am or it's someone else in your life, you know, you're dealing with someone else's crisis, but it affects you. The self-care piece of it is really important. So, And I know endorphins are a huge part of that for me. And so I've had to change the way I work out because one thing I, that my body, and I've listened to myself and my body and, and what I need a lot. And one thing that the message I was getting clearly when I was lifting weights and working out with a trainer was, you can't do this right now. You need to be more gentle with yourself. And so I walk my dog and listen to, you know, books on tape or music every, you know, couple mornings a week. I do the elliptical or I do something that gets me moving and sweating and gets those endorphins going. But it's time that's focused just for me. And it's, Again, it's kind of gentle. I'm not like in there pumping iron and just trying to kill it because that's not. And that is, you know, how I would normally work out. It's who I am. But that wasn't working for me as I've tried to navigate everything else I have on my plate right now. Well, so. and I like this idea of listening to your body. You know, yeah. you're listening to your body and you're listening to yourself, what you need. This idea of self-care is so overlooked, I think, Julianne. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to really believe that the more I do things that have to do with taking care of me, with having fun, things that I love to do, things that are, and it doesn't have to be the typical, like, pedicure, massage type things. Those are nice, mm -hmm. too. But like you said, you can go for a walk with your dog or you can chop vegetables just for the mm -hmm. sake of loving it. And I'm starting to think that the more I do that, it's directly equated with how much money I make. Does that make sense? Do you think this is mm -hmm. really overlooked? And why do you think people don't give themselves permission to do it? Well, I think it's, you know, it's our society. We've had this conversation. You know, you, we're taught that the harder you work and the harder it comes and the more difficult it is, the, you know, the more you have and the, and the more you appreciate it. And, you know, that mindset really doesn't support, at least not enlightened wealth. Right. And, I, and I find the more I take care of myself. And the th thing about, you know, being a caregiver for a cancer patient is I don't stop being a mom or a daughter. My mom's 83, you know, or I still have clients that I have to coach. I still have money, a business to run. So, you know, all of those roles wrapped up require that I'm, I'm making deposits into my emotional bank account on a regular basis because you can't pour out of an empty vessel, right? Yeah. I mean, and so I think for me business-wise, the more I take care of myself, I think we've talked about this too. If you take an hour or two in the morning, don't get on your computer. Do you, I go for a walk first thing before I start working because then I know when I come back, I'm going to be more productive and I'm going to be working from a happier place. Love it. Awesome. You're a better you. You're showing up better. Yeah. Awesome. I love exactly. it. So, okay, point three. Let's hear it. So the third thing is humor and the ability to laugh at ourselves and at the situation. I'm lucky, like I said, because I have an amazing partner. And, you know, just as an example, we, were, we like to watch Dancing with the Stars. It's one of our favorite things to do together. It's kind of a corny show, but whatever. And we were watching it the other day talking about who should be on there. And he has a thing for Terry Hatcher, the actress, and he always has. She's like on his list, you know, that immunity <laughs> list. Like if he meets her in an airport, he gets immunity from his marriage if he can convince her to sleep with him, right? <laughs> and I look at him, totally dead face, and I go, well, you know, hon, you should just call her and tell her you have terminal cancer, and it'll be like an adult make-a-wish thing. <laughs> and 
We laughed so hard, and we do that all the time. And it's irreverent, and we make jokes about his cancer. Like, he was talking about having a toothache the other day, and I said, well, I don't really see the point in getting that fixed because it's kind of going to be a waste of money. Oh, no, that's you know, so I, funny. And, oh, and, and yeah. I know if people are listening on from the outside, they're thinking, you know, in horror, oh, my God, that's, that's awful. But the truth is it helps us because we laugh instead of cry a lot of the time. We laugh together. And, you know, laughing also produces endorphins and makes you feel just generally better. So we're always looking for the humor in any situation. And I, our doctors at first don't know what to make of us because they're <laughs> oncologists, you know. But then after a few sessions, they start to go, okay, they're joking around and I'm okay to joke with them. And they love us. And I know that when he passes, he has impacted so many people in such a huge way because of his just happy, amazing attitude and his ability to see humor in just about anything. Oh, my gosh. Humor is so good, isn't it? Especially that irreverent, I shouldn't yeah. be saying this humor. <laughs> like, that is the kind that makes you laugh the hardest. Many, many years ago, I often thought that there should be a bumper sticker that says, true laughter only comes from despair. You know, that idea that when you've been rained on and you step into traffic and the car splashes you and you finally fall down and you sit on the curb and you've got nothing left to do but laugh or cry. Well, that's when you have those belly laughs, right? Yes, it's true. I love those. Everybody, let me recap those. Gratitude, self-care, humor. These are so awesome. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We are talking to Julianne Jones. She's the queen of systems. And so, of course, wouldn't it make sense that she would develop a system for how to deal with traumatic situations? This has been a two-year process that she's been going through with her partner who's been diagnosed with cancer and is terminal. And so what we're going to do, we're going to take a really quick break here but when we come back I'm going to talk to Julianne about how you can start implementing this how can you make this applicable to you right now we'll be right back have you checked out the mind aware on Facebook at facebook.com slash the mind aware discover daily mantras inspiration the latest brain information and exclusive training on mindset wealth health and more that's facebook.com slash the mind aware Let's connect and kick your life up a notch. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Julie Ann Jones, speaker and accredited coach and trainer. Go find more information about Julianne over at JulianneJones.com. And Julie Ann has an E at the end, A-N-N-E, JulianneJones.com. We have been talking about Julianne's system for dealing with the trauma that she's been going through and the, the challenges of having a partner who's diagnosed with cancer and is terminal. She's given us really some great ideas with regards to gratitude and self-care and humor. And some of you may be saying right now, yeah, you know, my situation's a little different, but I'm going through a situation too, and I really want to just start this and start now, and I appreciate the insights, but what could I do today? What could I do today just to feel a little bit better? What can I do right now? And so what would you say to them, Julianne? The best way for me to process something is to write. I'm a writer. I love to write. And so I actually started a blog about our cancer journey two years ago when this whole thing started. And I, every, you know, couple of weeks I write about what we're going through and about what I'm feeling. And that really has supported me. And generally, at the end of the day, when I'm writing one of those posts, it comes around to gratitude. You know, you can keep a gratitude journal. You can write down one or two things at the end of every day for which you're grateful. Or, or one of the things that I learned years ago from one of my mentors is when you first get out of bed in the morning, the first 10 steps between your bed and the bathroom, as you take a step, 
you literally say out loud, thank you, thank you, thank you, so that you're moving into consciousness during that day with that at the forefront, that thank you, those two words. For me, that's really the biggest part. And I'm, I mean, there certainly are times when I break down and sob and, and feel horrible. But I think at the end of that, if I can stop and either laugh, because John and I, you know, usually when I start to cry, he bursts out laughing, like, oh, no, here you go again, Aww. which it helps. And really just finding a way to focus on how, where do you find that gratitude? You know, do you journal? Do you, do you keep a gratitude journal? Do you do a video, you know, blog? Do you talk to someone? Do you pet your dog? You know, what is it that, that, that helps you get into that gratitude mindset? Oh, it's so nice. I love that. And you two are so good together. It's a really, really just a really sweet story and such nice information. And what's great about what you're saying is that Anybody can do this. You know, if you want to start something public, like Julianne's doing, a public blog or a video blog of your experience, it would be maybe healing for you. And it could be audio, it could be anything. But I love how she transfers it and says, you know what, even if it's just for you, get those thoughts and emotions out and see how you can turn them. As she said, everything ends up coming back to gratitude. So just solid, solid, great advice. And you know, you've just got a million people here sending you lots of love and light. And So actually, Dana, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but um, I would love to have your listeners head over to, I've actually started writing a blog post or a blog when we started this journey um, two years ago from day one. Um, and I blog about every two weeks, like I said, and it's a public blog. And uh, you can find it at DanaWild.com slash J-A-J. Right. Julianne Jones. And uh you know, it's got our whole journey and uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, and um, I, I update it about every two weeks. I'm so glad you remembered to mention that, too. So we are going to drive you over there from our site. So what you do is you go to Dana Wild with an E at the end, dot com slash J-A-J. That's for Julie Ann Jones. And I'll tell you something. Stop over there and show Julianne some love for obvious reasons, because she's been going through this. She's been really holding the torch and taking care of herself and teaching all of us as we go along how to do that. And so go show her some love, even just as an exercise, though, in seeing how somebody does this. How does somebody take personal tragedy and really find it cathartic by sharing with people what they're going through and then feeling the love back? So I really recommend you go check it out, DanaWild.com slash J-A-J, whether we would find this useful personally or even just, obviously, as a business exercise. She's just a great example for keeping it real, keeping it real and putting it out there. Here she is. So I love that. Julianne, this has been so great. Thank you so much for taking this time with us. I know you know that all of us are giving you big cyber hugs right now, right? Absolutely. And we feel it every day, all the people sending us those positive vibes and prayers and all that stuff. And uh, I was just, it was a pleasure to be here and and, uh, to be a part of this amazing new venture for you. I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank you. Just awesome. And thank you, everybody, for being here. We all have times when we're not 100%, don't we? I mean, we all have times when things aren't exactly as we like them. Life happens to us sometimes. Not everything can be in our control, and it can be all sorts of tragedies. You know, it can be a natural disaster. It can be illness like it is with Julianne. But when those things happen, this is really the opportunity to do the work. This is the opportunity to find your little piece of gratitude and self-care and humor. You can do it starting today, and I'll tell you something. If you don't have any tragedy in your life right now, well, all the more reasons starting right now to count your blessings and feel good. 
I really am glad that you're spending this time here with us. Go out there, get those positive feelings flowing, feel good, be an influence in the world, share your story, tell people what's up and how you're doing it, because we're all just banging around and doing it together. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware Show. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.